0: This is Bet LA with Anita Marks on 710 ESPN. Previewing all the NFL game odds to get you ready to wager each week on all the NFL action, college football, plus all the local teams and NBA action later this fall. This is Bet LA with Anita Marks on 710 ESPN. Tonight's edition of Bet LA with Anita Marks is made possible by Tiza. Get more focus and energy in your daily life with Tiza Nutrient Pouches. Visit TizaEnergy.com and make your mouth happy. Bet LA with Anita Marks on 710 ESPN. Bet LA with Anita Marks right now.
1: Anita Marks back uh, with you. Bet LA hour two. Uh we're going to uh we're gonna hear from Mark Zeno from Atlanta, get some insight on what's going on with the Atlanta Falcons is of course the Chargers coming off that bye week and heading out there to uh the right coast. Not that not that LA's the wrong coast, just right left. Hear what I'm saying? So, um, depending on I guess where you live in the United States and how you're looking at the United States, I guess could be the left coast over here. Anyway, I digress. Um, But let's get you up to speed on on what has happened in the World Series. And the Houston Astros are victorious tonight. 3-2 as it got dicey. Tyler, our producer.
2: Electric.
1: I call it dicey. I I call it dicey. You call it electric.
2: How could you not call that catch in center field electric?
1: Well, Yes. now the catch was electric let's 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 fill in the people if you're in your car obviously you're listening to the radio station you're not near a TV um Houston Houston again they win three two they go into the bottom of the night or the top of the bottom of the ninth. bottom night they go to the yep. bottom of the ninth uh, they bring in their best closer and uh it, it was more than just that I mean he pitched Presley he he pitched well but really it was a. McCormick who had this phenomenal grab at the wall to save a double and potentially possibly the Phillies tying it up right wasn't Bryce Harper already on on first
2: Bryce Harper was on first Mm -hmm. JT Realmuto hits a very threatening fly ball to center field Chaz McCormick Mm. catches it practically runs into the fence in center where the scoreboard is and uh, secures the bag
1: so if it wasn't for McCormick and Mancini and their defensive stops tonight, chances are Astros don't win.
2: And that just goes back to the point that I was making, is that this Houston team is so deep, you didn't even know who was in center field for them. And he's making a stellar catch. They just, their, their team is so solid.
1: So now what happens? Uh, The series Houston now is up on the series three, two, it returns to Houston. And now Houston has a 83% probability of winning the world series. Considering that they have two games at home. They have not lost at home uh, that often this season. That's for sure. Definitely not. Um, only once in the postseason, of course, that was to the Phillies, uh, where the Phillies were able to, uh, to, to, uh, to, get, to get one up on, uh, on the Houston Astros in game one. But nonetheless, I, I was looking in the break. I, was, I wanted to see if there were any odds out there yet, in, reg- in series odds. And uh, just in case there are some folks out there that might just think, like Tyler, that the Phillies can head into Houston and win two and win the series um, I, I was just curious what those odds were and the odds makers do not have anything out as, oh, wait, I lied. Are you ready for this? Let's so, hear it. Okay, so if you think, again, 83% probability, FPI, right, that the Houston Astros are going to win the World Series with, with up three, two, and, and, uh, and two at home. By the way, well, let's rewind. If you recall, what did I say last week? I said Houston Astros in six. Did I not say that? You did. Okay, and you could have gotten that at plus 550. Wow. I'm just sharing that with you. Okay? Hopefully, hopefully you jumped on that. If you didn't, okay. Right now, it's minus 550. What does that mean? It means that you have to lay $550 down to win $100. If you think that the Houston Astros are going to win the world series again, I just shared with you the most brainiac people in the world are telling me that, it's, that, they, that they now have an 83% chance of winning the world series. You know, it's money making money. Do you really, but here's the thing. Do you really want to lay $550 down to win hundred dollars? I don't. That's why I jumped on the Astros winning the series in six. So I'm happy there, but here's my question to you, Tyler, cheering for the Phillies you can still wager that the Phillies win the series at plus $475. Hmm. Which means you're laying $100 down to win $475. Is that worth it to you? Are you going to lay $100 down? How confident are you that the Phillies could go back into Houston and not just take one, they'd have to take two?
2: I'm not confident in that at all. and I yeah. de- And I think that the only way... Anybody bets on Philly still is if you live in Philadelphia. I mean, c- going home, the Houston Astros have been dominant, especially at home. And now they have they're going home to play two and they only have to win one of them.
1: Yeah, the pitching matchup, by the way, because I'm sure that was your next question was I, I know Rebecca's sitting back there going, well, wait a minute. <laughs> she's not telling us who the pitching matchup is. I know Rebecca, I'm getting to it. Relax, relax, hon. Um, so the Phillies have Wheeler at the bump, and the Astros are rolling with Valdez. Game over. Yeah, done, yeah. done.
2: I mean, Wheeler's good, and if he has a he's good, he's
1: got a seven-two-zero ERA in the, the postseason. Valdez yeah. is one 4 2 Yeah, we'll see.
2: We'll see. Wheeler can show up. Wheeler has a tendency to have very mm. stellar outings. I wouldn't mm. put it past him to show up.
1: Anyway, I'm feeling, I'm feeling quite good about my 4-2 series pick. That's all I got to say. Uh, quick break. We come back. Uh, let's, let's, let's circle back. I'll share with you what are my Bucks and Rams play heading into this Sunday. We'll do that next. Also, we'll open up the phone lines. 800, I'm sorry, 877-710-3776, 877-710-3776. What say you in regards to the World series? How confident are you that the Phillies could head back to Houston and win two? I'm not. Especially you t- your Wheeler going up against Valdez. No, thank you. Also, your thoughts on this Bucks Rams matchup? Do you have plays heading into into, into Sunday? Uh, what are your realistic expectations uh, in this matchup? We'll dive into all that next right here. Seven ten, ESPN LA.
0: on 7 ESPN, made possible tonight by Tisa Get more focus and energy in your daily life with Teeza nutrient pouches. Visit TeezaEnergy.com and make your mouth happy. Now more of Bet L.A. with Anita Marks on 7 ESPN.
3: This is a really good football team. Uh, they've got more than you know enough guys to be able to make the plays. They're well coached. Um, so again, I think what you look at with the NFL in general, but especially this year, You got to play each game as its own separate entity um, and records, you know, throw them out the door uh, because I think things will start to balance themselves out, um, you know, as this season continues to progress. But we've got to do a good job of controlling what we can control.
1: Sean McVay uh, talking about the season, which hasn't hasn't gone like planned. Avi, so this is a Rams team. Uh, they're taking on the the Tampa Bay bucks this week, and um I'm trying to see wh- because this line has been fluctuating minus three minus two and a half it's at minus three right now bucks at home they're favored um so so by the way just just so you know and I'm not really a big believer in in home field advantage across the board like there are certain teams like you know Kansas City's a great has a great home field advantage um you know, obviously Seattle, the twelfth man, great home field advantage. Lambo in the winter, the Bills in the winter. Bills fans are insane, aren't they? Uh, Minnesota Vikings, the way they that, that they architecturally constructed their building, uh, definitely gives them home field advantage. Um, but uh, but you know, not all like the Giants certainly don't <laughs> like. You know, you could walk up and buy a ticket at the gate. Um, The Dolphins certainly don't. So anyway, uh, the the whole, so the Bucks sitting here and and they're favored by three Odds makers are going to give a home team three points. You get three points because you're at home. I don't necessarily, I I don't, I don't buy into that. I, I just don't, you know, there's more to it, obviously being home, right? Like you get to sleep in your own bed. You get to eat your own porridge, all that good stuff. Um, I get that, especially when you're having to travel because the Rams now playing here on the East coast, it's, it's a 10 AM body clock for them, which, you know, obviously doesn't bode well. Depends, you know, when, when, when did the Rams leave, right? Did they leave? Are they leaving today? Are they leaving tomorrow? Are they, are they going to leave on Saturday? You know, it's just, I'm sure all that obviously comes into play. Um, but also what the odds makers are saying is that if, if these two teams played on a neutral field, it would be an even game. Nobody would be favored. And I disagree with that. And, and here's why. So um, <laughs> as, as some people like to call this show uh, bet against L.A., I, I guess that's par for the course. No pun intended. But I, I do have a small lean here on the box. I think the big play here is the under at 42 and a half. OK, uh, here's why. As for the Rams, let's start with the Rams. The Rams, as we know, Cooper Cup issues with the ankle. Even if he does play, obviously, he's not going to be 100%. Okay? Um, Cam Akers, reports are he's back practicing with the team, but does that mean he's going to suit up this week and play? Probably not. I'll be surprised. And if he does play, does he get a series or two? Uh, even with Cam Akers, the the Rams can't run, run the football. Right? Um, and, and to be quite frank, neither of these teams can run the football. The box have zero runs of 20 yards or more. And the Rams only have one run of 20 yards or more. And Oh, by the way, that was by Cooper cup. It wasn't even by a running back. That's how That's I, It's these two teams are so eerily similar that it's, it is quite fight. It is quite frightening. Um, this Bucks team with Tom Brady is the worst team in third and long of any distance of seven yards or more. This Bucks team with Tom Brady, which many people call him the GOAT, I do not, but many do, say that <laughs> this is the lowest touchdown rate of any team in the NFL, the bucks They've lost five of their last six. Only once the season were they able to put up 22, if not more, points in a game. Okay, so I know you're saying, well, then Anita, what, what are you, why, why are you on the Bucks? Because the Rams aren't any, any better. In fact, the Rams are having worse offensive line problems. At least, you know, as Tom Brady is is under duress, but you know they avoid sacks whether it's Tom getting rid of the ball quickly, whatever the case may be. Also, they limit turnovers. That's really the big key here for me. The Rams do not. You know, Matthew Stafford's getting sacked six, seven, eight times a game, and he turns the ball over. Tom Brady's not. This Bucks defense, they get to the quarterback. The Rams, even with Aaron Donald, they do not. Do you know that the Rams have the, 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 the absolute last in pressure rate at only 23%. They are only getting to the quarterback 23% of the time. And if that's the case, Tom Brady's gonna have all day back there. Forget about it. Forget about it. So um you could run on this on this Bucks defense. Again, Warren Sapp called them out this week on social media. If you haven't seen the clip, check it out. They gave up 176 rushing yards to the Carolina Panthers. Week seven, they gave up 155 to the Ravens in week eight. But the Rams can't get a running game going. So, you know, again, the play here is the under at 42 and a half. That is the play, but I do have a small lean on the Bucks. Okay? Uh so uh, again, is. Mason Ireland like to call it uh, bet against LA tongue in cheek again. I'm just here to try to help people win money. Okay. I'm not here to spoil everybody's evening. Um, quick break. We come back. Mark Zinno is going to join us from Atlanta. Uh, he's uh, he works for the radio station. That's home of the Atlanta Falcons. So we'll do a deep dive into what's going on with the Falcons and the chargers coming off of a bye, heading to uh, Atlanta to take on the Atlanta Falcons. How about that? Both teams, on the East Coast. I'll just call it the East Coast, not the right coast. Um, and then uh, and then we'll do a deep dive into how I'm playing the Chargers and, uh, and the Atlanta Falcons this week. Let's do that. Stay tuned. More to come. You're listening to Bet LA here on 710 ESPN LA.
0: 710 ESPN, made possible tonight by Tiza. Get more focus and energy in your daily life with Tiza nutrient pouches. Visit tizaenergy.com and make your mouth happy. Now more of Bed LA with Anita Marks on 710 ESPN.
1: Welcome back to Bet L.A. here on 710 ESPN L.A. And a very dear friend of mine, we used to work together in Baltimore. He's now in Hotlanta covering the Atlanta Falcons as they wait for the Chargers to make their trip uh, to the right coast um, to take on this Chargers, this uh, this Falcons team this week. Uh, Mark Zeno joins us. Mark, how you doing? Welcome in.
3: Anita, it is always a pleasure to be in your presence. Uh, it's great oh. to hear from you. It's great to see you doing well and, uh, always great to be with you.
1: Yeah. How cool is it? So, so just so folks like let's marinate in this. So Mark and I worked together in Baltimore. Uh, we were on a CBS station in Baltimore and whenever we would talk about gambling, our, our program director um, when Don, not was it? I'm sorry. Who Labrosi? Uh, Labrosi Ooh, would Labrosi, come in, yeah. and, and, right? And he'd come in and he'd say, "What are you guys doing? You can't talk about gambling. It's illegal." Um, and we were like, "Oh, oh, yeah. I'm sorry. We forgot. We each have bookies, so we forgot." <laughs> yeah we forgot we forgot we're not allowed. Li- we're not, not talk about gambling I'm sorry life, yeah I know I'm sorry I'm sorry were we talking about gambling I don't remember were we talking and and so now here we are full circle and you're joining me on an ESPN radio station in Los Angeles to talk about gambling <laughs> I mean yeah, come on I mean is, is 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 life beautiful or what okay so I, I just here's Here's the thing. The Atlanta Falcons are a home dog. They're getting three. The over-under is at 49 and a half. A few things. Number one, I think the wrong team is favored here. I love Atlanta in this matchup. Um, And I love the over at 49 and a half. So with that being said, let's talk about, because I want to hear how you're playing this. But before we dive into that, uh, what's the secret sauce here? I mean, this is a Chargers team that very likely could win their division. I love what we're seeing from Arthur Smith and Marcus Mariota. Like, what's the secret sauce here, Mark?
3: It's all Arthur Smith. I mean, the Falcons are in first place because they have one of the more underrated uh, coaches in the league. I know Brian Dayball, you know, I me mean, I'm a Giants fan, but, you know, Brian Dayball is, a, is, is having an amazing year. And you're seeing what some of these other coaches around the league are doing, Nick Sirianni in Philadelphia. and You know, they'll probably get all the votes, but Arthur Smith is just, he's absolutely amazing. Look, this was an offense last year in an offensive line they couldn't rush for four yards of carry. And now all of a sudden they're a top five rushing team in the league. That's not because the offensive line got better. It's because the scheme changed because the coach made adjustments because the team, you know, and, and the philosophy changed. I mean, they they did not add any major pieces. They had no room to add any major pieces from a salary cap standpoint. All this is, is scheme and execution. And that goes right back to the coach. I mean, I don't want to take anything away from the players. They're all playing hard and they, they, they're they buying into the coach and the system, but you know, this is going into the season, Anita. This was one of the bottom five rosters in the league across the board by every metric or every expert who said that it was, and and it still is. They're just playing together, and they're playing really well as a group.
1: You'd say this. You could say the same thing about the Giants, right? Like nobody yeah, thought sure. the Giants, you know, would would go into their bye, you know, with just one loss. And probability, if you do look at the probability, you follow that FPI of, you know, wins, losses, and what the probability is for a team to make it to the playoffs, Uh, Giants are sitting there at like 80% chance that they make it to the playoffs. So, um, you know, you could say the same thing, and and Brian Dable does get a lot of credit for that, absolutely. I I saw a a piece, a, a segment... Um, two weeks ago in regards to the relationship of Arthur Smith and Marcus Mariota, as soon as I saw that segment and, and I saw the relationship between these two men, I said, oh, we're on to something here. We're definitely on to something here. And so, uh, you know, and, and here's another thing, Mark, I don't think a lot of people watch the Atlanta Falcons. Listen, we're blessed in this day and age that we could watch whatever football game we want. Very few people are like, oh, I got to watch that Atlanta Falcons game. I just don't... They're fun to watch. I, I mean, they run the pistol at least, I don't know, 15, 20 times a game. Like, they're a fun offense to watch.
3: I mean, here's the thing what Arthur Smith does with Marcus Mariota. He accentuates his positives and and goes out of his way to hide his negatives. Right? Like, this is a very limited quarterback. For, for a guy who's taken second overall, we know coming into the league, the talent was there. But it just has not translated to the NFL. Marcus Mariota is an incredibly inaccurate quarterback, and he does not read the defense well. But what Arthur Smith does is put him in continual situations to succeed. Now, Marcus Mariota improvises a lot with his legs and makes some plays and you know figures out on third and seven how to rush for eight yards and, and all of a sudden you know make that work for him. But the bottom line here is that Arthur Smith has done an incredible job of just sort of allowing Marcus Mariota to stay within himself and not make too many mistakes.
1: Again, Mark Zeno joining us here on uh, on Seven Ten ESPN LA, giving us an in depth dive uh, in 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 the Atlanta Falcons. Chargers coming off of a bye, heading over to Atlanta to take on the Atlanta Falcons. Chargers are favored by three. The over under is at forty nine and a half. This is another reason why I like the Chargers. Uh, the I, I, why I like Atlanta. Sorry, I like the Falcons this week, and that is because the Chargers are the worst team in the NFL defensively in yards after first contact. Uh, they are just, they're, they're horrific against the run. And so I just feel that there's a, this is a great matchup for the Atlanta Falcons and exactly what they like to do. And I'm curious to get your thoughts on Cordero Patterson. You know, he's coming off of IR. Do you expect him to be active? If he is, how much playing time do you think he'll get? Because as well as this team rush, runs the football – um with the rookies and everybody else that they have there boy they are a, a complete different animal when it comes to CPAT uh when he's active that's for sure
3: yeah and uh, listen I agree with you on the over uh and just from the quick betting standpoint I won't bet the Falcons until I get three and a half um and even at three and a half I'm a little bit hesitant and I'll tell you why in a second but uh Cordero Patterson showed up to practice today for the first time since being put on IR. So there's a good feeling that he will be back on Sunday. So I I feel like that is something you can account for when putting together your handicap. But A.J. Terrell, their starting quarterback, has not practiced again this week. Now, a lot of us thought that he may come back for this game, um, but there is a sense now with a short week and the Falcons having to go to Carolina to play on Thursday night next week that Mm -hmm. they may hold him out this game and let him come back for the, the Panthers game and then get another 10 days rest before he has to keep working on that hamstring. If A.J. Terrell is out again, this is a serious problem with the Falcons. Look, this is the worst total defense in the league and the worst pass defense in the league. They give up yards in bunches routinely. Justin Herbert should have a field day against a secondary that basically is starting you and me at corner. Um, these are guys off the street. They're practice squad guys, and they, they just can't hold up to – Um, you know, NFL wide receivers. Now, I know that Keenan Allen and Mike Williams are both banged up, so I don't know how much they're going to play, but I'm not sure it really matters when the quarterback is Justin Herbert. So L.A. should be able to pick up tons of yards all game long. The difference is, is that when the Falcons were winning more games earlier in the year, they were preventing those teams from turning those yards into points. That didn't happen against Cincinnati. Certainly didn't happen last week against Carolina. It's not like Carolina is exactly loaded at wide receiver either. So, you know, I I think when you look at this, um, this is a, a game that's going to involve, like you said, a lot of rushing yards by the Falcons, a lot of passing yards by the Chargers, and a lot of points could be scored. Um, you know, typically when you're getting into this high-scoring game, I'll take the dog if it's over a field goal when I get to three and a half, which is why I said it. But you're always looking at the Falcons' defense that's just one play away from giving up a big play, and that is something that worries me about backing the Falcons because the Chargers can score and score fast because they have the talent to do so. So, I mean, it's going to be an interesting matchup here. I would give the decided head coaching advantage to Arthur Arthur Smith over Brandon Staley, but still, you know, uh, sometimes the Joes mean more than the X's and O's, if you know what I'm saying.
1: Um, You know, at the same time, I I understand what you're saying, and and again, we're on the same page here in regard to the over, um, but with no Mike Williams and and Keenan Allen claiming that his hamstring injury got worse in the bye, uh, you know... Um, I just, there, there's not, there's not like a plethora of weapons that Justin Herbert right. is going to have, is going to have at his disposal. Not just, you know, listen, we know Austin Eckler is a part of the passing game, tight ends, a pa- part of the passing game Palmer, uh, you know, will be a great pickup in regard to fantasy. I get all that, but at least we're on the same page in regard to the over for sure. Uh, last thing for you, you can wager that the Atlanta Falcons are going to win their division. It, it, it was plus plus one seventy five last week. I took it. I laid it. I played that 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 futures. Um, I want to say it's it's down to like plus one fifty right now. Is that something you're on? I mean, looking at how horrible the Bucks are, we know what time it is with Carolina. Like, you know, is, is the Saints like? Is that a play that you'd make, Mark?
3: I don't have a ton of confidence, and I still think that the Buccaneers will win it. Look, the Falcons already lost to the Buccaneers and the Saints. So they're one and two in the division they got a lucky win over Carolina, probably should have ended up being 0 and three, which would have been a death knoll for them to win this division starting at 0 and three. So I don't know you know, I mean winning your division involves, you know, being better than five hundred in your divisional record. And I don't know that the Falcons are necessarily gonna do that. That's why I'm a little bit hesitant to um wager on them. I still think the Buccaneers can get it together. I mean I keep banging my head against the wall saying this, but, you know, nonetheless, it's not like Tom Brady's play is falling off a cliff. That's, I mean, there's there's a lot of problems with the offensive line in Tampa and the scheme, so to speak, and there's not really a lot of guys helping Tom out, but, you know, obviously a different conversation. I'm still a little bit hesitant. Look, you're getting plus money on the Falcons, to your point. It's not a terrible bet at all by any stretch of the imagination. I just don't have a lot of confidence in either team, and, and you're almost at a coin flip scenario here, and, you know, when you're in the coin flip scenario, take the team at plus money. Yeah, I don't think that's necessarily a bad idea at all.
1: Mark, thank you so much for joining us. Always appreciate you, my friend. Um, why don't you let the folks know out there, where can they hear you? Where can they find you? Social media, all that good stuff.
3: On Twitter, at Mark Zeno for all the, uh, you know, hottest, most annoying takes you can find, but also uh, <laughs> Locked On Sports Atlanta, 90 tonight the game, flagship mission, the Falcons. Check me out there. Always great to hear from you, to Always great to talk to you. Wishing you nothing but the best
1: Appreciate the time, Mark. Thank you so much. We'll open up the phone lines, 877-710-3776. What say you, Chargers fans? How confident are you coming off a bye, heading over there to Atlanta to take on the Falcons, that the Chargers will pull this off? Anita Marks with you, Bet LA, here on 710 ESPN LA. This is Bet
0: L.A. with Anita Marks on 7Teddy SPN, made possible tonight by Tiza. Get more focus and energy in your daily life with Tiza nutrient pouches. Visit TeezaEnergy.com and make your mouth happy. Now more of Bet L.A. with Anita Marks on 7Teddy SPN.
3: Now we're excited to get back out there on the practice field um, after a bye week. We're excited to get back on the practice field and improve because I think we do know a lot more about our team and how we have to have how we have to do things because we've experienced a lot of this the disruption that you know some teams haven't gone through you know so far so we've are we've experienced all that so we have a lot of contingencies we've had to operate already um and a lot of other spaces that some people haven't so um i think that's been healthy for us to get our nose bloody you know to have to go play some tough rugged games um to have to, to have some attrition and have to be able to figure it out um And I think that's healthy for the for the rest of the season, um, because you've already had to make a lot of those adjustments.
1: Uh, That's Coach Staley, uh, of course, uh, talking to the media this week. Uh, His team coming off of a bye heading to Atlanta to take on the Atlanta Falcons. Uh, They are favored by three. Of course, the Chargers are. The over-under is at 48 and a half. I'm going to get into my plays here in just a second. I just want to get you to speed. If you're just getting in the car, you're tuning in. It is Bet LA here on 710 ESPN LA. Uh, Some college football games tonight. Rice over UTEP, 37 to 30. Appalachian State loses to Coastal Carolina, 35 to 28. I did like the over in that matchup. So uh, if you in fact, play the over like I, Uh, Then winner-winner chicken dinner, the Eagles did not cover for you. The Eagles beat the Texans, but the score was 29-17. So only 12 points. The spread was kind of fluctuating between 14, 13, 13 and a half. So so the Eagles, of course, did win. Uh, I I was not a winner here either. I was really big on the Eagles in the first half. I played them in the first quarter, the second quarter, in the first half, as well as... (laughs) As I always say, the odds makers are the smartest people on the planet. Uh, the uh, the team total points were 29 and a half. And of course, the Eagles end up with 29 points. And uh, and last but not least, in regards to the World Series, the Astros uh, beat the Phillies tonight 3-2. So now they have a 3-2 lead in the series, and it heads back to Houston for one if need be, two games, and the next game will be on Saturday. Calling it up here just to, at eight o'clock. Eight o three will be first pitch. Wheeler on the bump for the Phillies, and Valdez on the bump for the Astros. But as for my Chargers picks and plays, same as uh, the Bucks and the Rams, except I'm on the opposite side of the total. So with the Bucs and the Rams, I feel the play there is under 42 and a half. In the Chargers-Falcons game, my play is over 48 and a half. I also do like Atlanta plus three, small lean, not saying that the Chargers won't win. I think it's going to come down to a field goal. I think it's going to be a close game. As for the Chargers, let's start there. They're coming off of a bye great. But Keenan Allen, and explain this to me. Again, Tyler and Rebecca are producing the show. Explain to me how somebody's hamstring issue gets worse during the bye week.
2: I mean, he had to have been doing something other than, mm-hmm. what, PT and laying on his back? Mm-hmm. What else are we doing?
1: Uh, I don't know. Playing pickup basketball? Mm-hmm. Playing golf? Mm-hmm. I don't know.
2: Maybe, maybe a little jet
1: ski action? What does Keenan Allen like to do? What are his hobbies there in LA? Do we know?
2: No idea. I'm okay. I would imagine video games, but I don't know how you strain oh, your hamstring geez. that way. Oh,
1: that's right. Uh what is it? Uh Call of Duty came out yeah. with the with the where you can what right where you Modern can, like, Warfare two. Yeah. Kyler Kyler Murray of,
2: is notorious for having bad performances on double XP weekends.
1: Oh, just like oh, thank God him and Kyler Murray aren't on the same team.
2: Right. What a nightmare that would be.
1: So, um, so obviously the wide receiving core is, is, you know, an infirmary with Mike, Mike Williams out as well. So I just, I, Herbert should have a field day against this Atlanta as we, we heard from Mark Zeno, right. And he, he broke down just how horrible their secondary is. Um, Atlanta is 30th in pressure rate. They, <coughs> excuse me, they only get a, they only get pressure on the quarterback 24% of the time. Um, so even though Herbert's have, has some uh, like O line offensive line issues shouldn't come into play considering that Atlanta is only getting pressure 24% of the time. They're allowing a 70% completion percentage in eight yards per attempt to opposing quarterbacks. So, uh, and, and I share all this with you because I do like some prop bets here in this matchup. Okay. Um, but here's, here's why I do like Atlanta with the points. Okay. Um it's because the Chargers defense has allowed 200 plus rushing yards a game in two of their last three games. They are dead last in the NFL in defensively in yards after contact. So they go to they go to try to tackle a dude. He breaks the tackle and they're giving up the most yards post contact. Okay? And that plays into exactly what the, the Atlanta Falcons like to do. We just heard from Mark Zeno. What did he say? You know, this is, this is Arthur Smith, and you've got to give him credit where credit's due, especially if Atlanta wins that division over the Bucs, over Carolina, over the Saints. You know, that, that's going to be an interesting discussion to have, uh, what, what head coach is, is going to win coach of the year. Um, Marcus Mariota is, is averaging... Uh, anywhere between forty to forty five rushing yards a game and uh, and and they're supposed to get Patterson back now very interesting, he said that you know their next game is against Carolina, and this is a league where head coaches and teams obviously value games against their opponents more than anything else. Why if you beat every opponent in your division you're going to the playoffs at the end of the day. I know it sounds easier than it is, but at the end of the day, all a team has to do is beat every, all three teams twice in their division. And they're going to the playoffs. So, um, so again, this is how I'm playing it. Chargers over 48 and a half total points in the game. I have a small lean towards Atlanta plus three. I like Atlanta getting the points. Again, just because of the matchup, the Chargers defense, how porous they are against the run, and how what a great matchup that is for Atlanta based on the fact that they love to run the football and they do it a variety of ways. They run the pistol at least 15-20 times a game. I do have some prop bets here. I like Marcus Mariota over 36 and a half rushing yards patterson's rushing yards are not up yet but because this is and again assuming that he's going to be active not sure how attractive he's going to be but assuming he's going to be active I, will he be in a pitch count possibly they have algier they have huntley in that backfield as well i do like justin herbert over 281 and a half passing yards i'm definitely going to play that and i'm waiting for the receiving yards and receptions for josh palmer With no Mike Williams, Josh Palmer gets 20% of the target share. Now you're telling me this is going to be a game without Mike as well as Keenan Allen? Palmer should crush it, especially against this Atlanta defense. So those are three prop bets that I'm absolutely playing in this matchup. Marietta over rushing yards, Herbert over passing yards, and Josh Palmer over receptions and over receiving yards. They just haven't hit the board yet. So you want to keep an eye out on that Uh, quick break. We come back Jimmy Wright from the Elias Sports Bureau is going to join us. We'll find out the Elias Nuggets in regard to the Chargers Falcons game, the Rams Bucks game, and I'm really curious in regard to the Bills Jets game as well. Um, for all you Raiders fans out there, I do have Raiders and, uh, and, and the, they're taking on the Jacksonville Jaguars. I do have a Raiders-Jags uh, play for you as well. I'll share that with you when we get back and um, and we'll kick off hour three. You're listening to Bet LA here on 710 ESPN LA.